0: Let's just talk about what you've accomplished so far. Are you pretty happy with what you've been able to do as far as your own free agents go and getting obviously one big one in Quaker Botang, but some of the other ones, special team guys especially, you had a good run on those guys last week. Have you are you pretty happy with the re-signings you've been able to accomplish going into free agency? Yeah, so far I'm I'm good with what we've done. Obviously we're waiting for the
1: big domino that everybody knows about with Mike's decision and that's put a holding pattern on a lot of things. So um Happy we have those guys back. Obviously, a lot of work to be done, and you know our sleeves are still rolled up, and we're still actively talking to a lot of guys on our team. And also,
0: budgeting and planning if other guys from other teams potentially hit the market, you have to have a plan for all the above. You mentioned Mike, Mike, and the other quarterbacks were free agents. Those seem to be the linchpins, and, and everybody's just waiting for that to fall into place first. How difficult is it for you and other general managers who are in the same position, trying to, to budget for bringing their guy back or going out and getting another guy at that position? Very challenging because you're you're working on a
1: hypothetical instead of a concrete. So, as I've mentioned before, you have right now. What I'm doing is there's multiple salary caps with multiple versions of who a potential quarterback can be. So that makes it, truth be told, that's why you haven't seen a ton of re-signings here just yet, because I just don't know for certain what, what our cap is going to be and what our budget is at that quarterback position. So it makes it challenging. And the truth is, is that it's not just me going through this. I mean, you know, places that don't have their guy back officially just yet. The only two really is Hamilton and Winnipeg. So um, you know, the rest of us are going through the same thing.
0: Fair to say that when that first domino falls, it's going to get pretty hectic pretty fast? I, I would think so.
1: I, You know, it's such uncharted waters right now. I don't think this has ever happened, not only in the CFL, but I can't imagine it. I've never seen this even in the NFL or any other football league where franchise quarterbacks are all hitting the market at the same time. So... I think there is quite a bit of uncertainty across the league.
0: Have you gotten any indication from agents, especially Riley's agents, about the timing of things and if it will go to Tuesday, if it will go, uh, if it will end Tuesday, if it will go past Tuesday? No, haven't had a timeline for certain just yet. I, my guess is I
1: think it'll be sooner than what's anticipated. I think Tuesday and Wednesday. I think you'll see some some quarterback sign, but that's a guess. It's not certainty.
0: Uh. What's the day like for you on on Tuesday? Tell me about how you're going to approach things on Tuesday, not just it's a unique situation, I know, but just in general. How do you approach things Tuesday? Well, it's a wait and see on, on our domino, obviously, and then
1: from that standpoint, we start seeing who hits the market. Um, hopefully by then we have some of our guys wrapped up and uh, we're close right. on – two to three to four guys right now that I think are gonna be signed back before we hit the market and then at that point if there's people that we're targeting on other teams we have to see if they do hit the market and at that point you get in contact with either them or the representation so it'll be a a very busy day um, and then it, it'll probably go into the evening and even into Wednesday um, one just because I think across the league as we mentioned earlier everybody's waiting for the quarterback position at a lot of organizations and then two just the number and sheer volume of free agency of free agents excuse me this year it's it's
0: kind of a year like no other fair to assume that if uh, you do sign mike riley you'll be less active in free agency and if you don't you might be a little bit more active yeah very fair
1: um i think if if mike is here then um you know i I'll just say it, it's very obvious, less money to go around. If Mike isn't here, then um, we're probably going to be very active targeting some, some, our own guys and also potentially players from other teams if they do hit the market.
0: And you're still talking? With Mike? Yeah. Yes, still, still in contact with uh, his representation. And, uh, and I guess you just, you're, everybody's in a waiting pattern right now until Tuesday, right? Waiting,
1: holding pattern right now. And, and just, you know, I know this. He has all the information. I've been to Seattle twice to see him, uh, once by myself and then once with uh, Coach Moss and Jordan McSimmick. So, you know, I feel very confident Mike has all the answers he needs from us at this point. If he doesn't, he'll circle back. Um, and as I mentioned earlier, it, it won't be a scenario where we're outbid because I've literally told their, their camp, name your price.
0: I imagine you've gone over the list of free agents, and is this like, for lack of a better phrase, like a fantasy draft kind of? You just kind of rank your guys. You know where you need help, and Mm -hmm. you kind of rank the guys that are available and say, okay, that's the guy I'm going to call first. That's the guy I'm going to call second.
1: Yeah, I think every team approaches it a little bit different. I I stack the boards, Similar to how we do the draft is we go position by position, and then we stack every guy, and then we slot our own guys in there as well. So we stack them and say, how do we compare? Um, When you're evaluating... Professional football players to other pros, you go is he better than equal or less. Whereas in college drafts, you're looking at the potential of a player. So this one's a little easier because you just evaluate and we say, do we have better or are other guys better than what we have? And then you go from there. So we stack by value and overall grade at each position. And if the time comes on Tuesday where other guys are available, then we look at it and then you put a value to it. So we say we think he's, you know, just a position here. We think this guy's the best middle linebacker in the league. This is what I think the value is. If they're available, you make the phone call and say, hey, we have an interest in so-and-so, and and this is what we think he's worth. And then the negotiation begins.
0: I have this vision in my head of nine general managers standing, sitting at their desk with their phone in front of them, and when the clock hits 10 o'clock, they pick up the receiver and dial agents. Is that what it's like, basically? Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty fast and furious. I mean, that's
1: actually pretty accurate is it's – non stop. The phones are very busy and um oftentimes you're on the phone getting texts from another agent and you know, sometimes who players who do represent themselves are actively calling and it's a little bit of all of the above. It's it's a uh It's hectic.
0: Are you Are you doing this by yourself, or does Jason get involved with this as well? Does he make some calls? Does he reach out to players who are free agents as well? Jason gets involved, and then our new director of
1: player personnel, David Turner, was up here for about ten days, and we evaluated every position and stacked it uh, the way we saw accordingly. We have Jason involved. Jordan McSimmick lives here; Um, he's involved. I call position coaches, and they evaluate each position, and they send us their stack rankings. And then I reach out to them if there's close, then I call and just say, "Hey." We know our guy. You know, what did you see on film on, on another team's player, and, and how would you stack him? Where do they fit? The the unique thing this year is we have a new defense coordinator, so new schemes and and. Players are going to fit in a little differently, so that adds to it a little bit.
0: You played the game. Uh, is this, as a general manager, just like your game now? Do you get juiced for this? Do you get excited to get your competitive juices flowing uh, come Tuesday to to make these calls and to try and get this guy ahead of somebody else? 100. You know, this is why you why you do it. Is you're
1: competitive, and game day is still the funnest day because wins and losses are what we're in this for. But yeah, I'm, I'm highly competitive, and and this gets the juices flowing for sure brock thanks for this
0: appreciate it uh, good luck to you over the weekend and on tuesday appreciate it thanks for your time canada may be known for its landscapes and friendly people but beneath the surface lies a darker side of crime history and the paranormal since 2017 the award-winning dark poutine podcast has explored the shadowy corners of the great white north and beyond delivering chilling tales from a uniquely canadian perspective